Hey, Holmes, I thought you were in Vegas. Yeah, I was. Tristan sank down on the ugly green vinyl sofa that occupied one wall in the OR lounge and propped her feet up on a nearby chair. But when I heard you were all having so much fun back here, I left early. Most of the Philadelphia medical college surgeons and anesthesiologists were in Las Vegas for a trauma meeting all week, and only a skeleton staff remained at the hospital. Tristan had been there, too, until she'd received an emergency call from her chief. Acute staffing shortage, she'd informed her. Two of the senior anesthesia staff were unexpectedly out of commission. One with a broken leg following a collision with a goose while he was rollerblading through the park along the Schuylkill River, and the other with a family crisis. Since Tristan was the low man, or woman in this case, on the ladder, seeing as how she'd just started on staff only a few weeks before, she'd gamely saluted and fallen on her sword for the good of her brother and sister anesthesiologists. She'd taken the red eye back the night before and gone straight to the hospital. The only thing that made the premature return trip and no sleep tolerable was the memory of the outrageous few hours she'd spent with a woman who had taught her a couple of things about herself and what she enjoyed in bed. For Tristan, that was a remarkable revelation, because although she didn't consider herself a player, she enjoyed the company of women. And being 29 and single and planning to stay that way, at least for a good many more years, she enjoyed the company of women frequently. So discovering that she liked being fucked senseless by a petite, toppy femme in four-inch heels, while her hands were restrained over her head, ranked right up there with some of her most enlightening experiences. So much so she couldn't stop thinking about it. Not the woman, who'd been easy to look at and interesting even when they weren't in bed, or the admittedly mind-blowing sex, but how much she liked being completely not in control. She doubted anyone who knew her, including herself, would have ever described her as being happy with someone else calling the shots. But she'd been more than happy having Meg direct the action. She'd been exhilarated. So, meeting was a drag, huh? Charlie Dixon probed. Oh yeah, deadly boring. Tristan craned her neck and grinned up at the six-foot-four, mocha-skinned trauma fellow before putting thoughts of hot blondes, power play, and multiple orgasms out of her mind. Charlie only had half a foot on her in terms of height but he was svelte, the way some dancers were. He always made her feel like a clod with her solid build that required sweating three times a week in the gym and pounding the city streets for ten or twelve miles every few days to keep her body muscular and not just bulky. I hear Vegas is a swinging place, Charlie said mournfully, as he slumped into a rickety chair at the round table in the center of the room. Couldn't prove it by me. Charlie eyed her suspiciously, but Tristan refused to bite. She'd always found that the guys she worked with accepted her being a lesbian without much fuss, but they were still curious about how she made out with women. Sex was a popular topic around the OR, since there wasn't much to fill the long hours between emergencies most nights except talking about sex and sports. She didn't begrudge the guys their interest, but she didn't play to it either. Maybe she didn't want to spend a lifetime with the women she dated, but they weren't conquests or notches on her bedpost and if she was seeing more than one woman at a time, she didn't make that a secret with any of her dates. She had nice, friendly, comfortable relationships with her girlfriends, and she wanted to keep it that way. So when the guys hinted for a little kiss and tell, she just smiled and shook her head. Say, Charlie, Tristan teased, how's your wife? Bitchin' that she never sees me, Charlie replied. Can't blame her. It's true, isn't it? Tristan didn't really mind the long hours 
especially now that she had a staff position. She kept an apartment a few blocks from the hospital in West Mount Airy for when she was on call, and had 15 acres of rolling farmland in Bucks County for the weekends when she wasn't.